Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Now, this all comes after 30 physicians in, in obstetrics and gynecology went public, citing long-standing problems at Surrey Memorial, uh, especially in uh, the Surrey uh, ER room. But it's not the only hospital uh, dealing with issues uh, in ER. Uh, our next guest says that uh, he's uh, had his inbox flooded with requests to help cover shifts in emergency departments across the province. Dr. Anthony Fong is an emergency physician and clinical assistant professor in the Department of Emergency Medicine at UBC. Dr. Fong, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jess. Uh, when did you first notice the challenge? I mean, health, there's always challenges in healthcare, and let's, let's, let's be open about that. But when did you start, start getting requests, or when did you notice a greater challenge for ERs uh, in and around Vancouver and our province? Yeah, so I think the situation around rural ERs has always been, uh, in history, they've always been quite lean. Mm -hmm. And it's somewhere around last year where we started to see a trend of, in uh, especially the small urban sites and urban sites, of shortages causing real problems. And so... You know, over the last month, I was just counting the number of urgent uh, emails and emails marked as extremely urgent or crisis. And I received about one or two a day. So like 50 or 60 of them in the last month. Uh, How much of this is systemic and how much of this is COVID related in your mind? Oh, I think it's systemic. Um, The impact of COVID uh, definitely has... Uh, it definitely has contributed to the problem, but I think this is a statement as to the the deeper problem of a systemic failure to plan for healthcare resources in terms of, you know, planning for the family doctors in terms of the multiple roles that we play in the healthcare system. Um, and when do you think that started? I mean, some have said this is an issue that actually started in the 1990s in regards to how we... Uh, train doctors or even open up spaces to train doctors in, 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 um, in universities. Uh, when did this start in your mind? So I've been in practice for about 15 years. Mm-hmm. And I think things in rural areas have always been kind of tight. And where I first started to notice uh, things falling apart in the urban sites was sometime around, I would say it was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started to see a real loss of faith in due process within, you know, amongst healthcare workers. And we started to see a lot of patients speaking out about their terrible experiences in the ER. You know, some are spending days in the ER as admitted patients, not having anyone to care for them in the way that they would receive care upstairs, which we know is better for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, are you able to do any of these shifts when you see these urgent care requests coming, you or your colleagues? Uh, I mean, I know you already probably are very busy. I've never met a doctor who isn't busy. But are, are your colleagues able to, to help in some cases in, in these rural communities? 
I think uh, many of us are trying to help out. The problem is that once you have a crisis in both rural and urban areas, then you have a problem where, you know, I'm expected to cover for my own colleagues in the city, in Vancouver, where I work. And that, you know, there's just tension pulling me in both directions because these rural sites, which, you know, I've worked for Northern Health as well as Island Health, and I keep on getting updates from the interior as well. These keep uh, giving me updates that are, to be honest, distressing. Um, how do we fix this then moving forward? Uh, I had the health minister on and he was talking about what he inherited uh, and what they've been doing. And generally, you know, any elected official, they're trying to say, look, we're, we're doing our best. We have put more money into the system. Uh, but there's a lot of frustration in which we, we hear on the uh, open line from our listeners. What do you see? What do you think needs to be done short term? And by that, I mean immediately to help someone like yourself and your colleagues and in the medium and long term, what kind of things would you like to see done? Well, I think no one solution is going to fix this. Um, you know, the, the Canadian Association of Emergency Physicians is right now uh, drafting a policy that uh, intends to try to get a, a system-wide approach to this problem. I think whatever is adopted, there has to be a strategic plan. Mm-hmm. There has to be collaboration with healthcare workers and with patients. And whatever process is adopted has to be transparent. And I think the time for minimizing the lived experiences of patients and healthcare workers who are, you know, experiencing a, a system that's not functioning as it should, uh, this minimizing should end. Uh, is the system up to it? In regards to what you just said, is the system, and by system, I mean the healthcare system, our elected officials, governance, uh, the ability to take, and it's a very complex system. And as I can tell you, somebody in government, it is very complex, our healthcare system. It eats up 40% of our provincial budget. It is vast, lots of entrenched interests as well. Um, is the system, I mean, I mean, by that I mean all of us, is it capable of doing what you are asking for? Yeah, I think the, the, the people are there. I mean, the healthcare system is full of great people, but as a system, we all need to organize ourselves really right now. And, you know, as for the quality and the expertise, I think it's out there. And, you know, if, if there's just enough dialogue and, and collaboration and transparency, I think things could work. Dr. Fong, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thanks very much, Jeff.